Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This is a historic administration. I'm a historic figure and I certainly walk in history every day, but this is also a historic making administration because of this president. A historic making administration. It's a historic making administration. We live officially in the idiocracy as prophesied by Hollywood all those years ago. Have you heard John, John Fetterman? What is it? A delegation. We got a delegation from the senator from Pennsylvania. People voted for this guy. Honestly, you had Dr. Oz. He's a medical doctor, a thoracic surgeon. He's a talk show host. He's a, a brilliant, charming, articulate person. And you guys got this member of the Adams family. Uh, delegation, that just one of his uh, mispronunciations. What did he call Joe Biden a collapsed bridge? Is that what he did? Kind of. People are still trying to figure out exactly what the senator from Pennsylvania said. Suffice to say, uh, you know, he too is not the sharpest bulb in the constellation. And uh, that was cringe, of course, cringe back there, um, uh, mangling the English language. She's just the spokesperson for the president of the United States. United States, America, and uh, boy, we've got low IQ theater going on all over Washington, D.C., don't we? That starts with the president of the United States, who, uh, God save the queen, man, you know, God save the queen. I'm sorry, what? What, the, what are you talking about? I'm going to build a railroad across the Pacific Ocean and the Indian Ocean. Sounds like a good plan, good idea. You got, got some great thoughts going on there. This is your, your Democrat Party and uh, our government. This is actually our government, which is pretty amazing stuff, I've got to say. Uh, but we've got a lot uh, of it for you today on this Juneteenth. It's Juneteenth, which is, you know, it's a portmanteau, the word Juneteenth. It combines the word June, which is there in its entirety, and 19th. Uh, and then they say Juneteenth. It could be 18th or 17th or 16th, but it's June and it's for 19th. Uh, it's rather imprecise, but nevertheless, a portmanteau. And and it's a federal holiday now because the Democrats can't stop pandering. And they're really, they're still trying to make up for slavery and plantations and the bullwhip and lynchings and Jim Crow and creating the KKK and, uh, you know, uh, kicking people out of uh, the Woolworths for sitting at the lunch net counter because the Democrats and standing in schoolhouse doors and, you know, uh, but really the Civil War firing on Fort Sumter. That they've fired on Fort Sumter many times since. But I'll get into Juneteenth as well and explain Juneteenth. Juneteenth is uh, when the, a, uh, uh, a Union Army, that's Abraham Lincoln, the Republican president, Union Army general, a major general, a two-star general, arrived in Galveston, Texas. There's a song about that place in Galveston, Texas, and uh, informed the last remaining uh, people who hadn't gotten the word, oh, by the way, the Republicans have ended slavery and the Democrats have been defeated on the field of battle. Uh, that would be the Civil War. And, you know, their president was the Democrat, Jefferson Davis. And therefore, you got the Democrats against the Republicans. That's what the Civil War was. And uh, then the Democrats tried to hang on to it for a long time afterward. 
But but we'll get into that. So a union uh, general, a major general, arrived in Galveston, Texas with troops and said, oh, didn't anybody tell you? Didn't anybody say? Uh, Sunday's on the phone to Monday. And, uh, and they got there and they said, wow, nobody told these guys that the Civil War was over and the union won. And therefore, Abraham Lincoln, Republican, found that as the anti-slavery party, the Democrats, uh, you know, launched the Civil War in order to uh, keep slavery because they're the Democrat Party. And now they're, uh, they, they've just rewritten that. Shh, shh, don't talk about that. But I'll get into that because it's an interesting story. It actually is a fascinating story. It was two and a half years after Abraham Lincoln, the Republican president, who was later shot in the head and killed by a Democrat, uh, and I'll get to Chicago later on because, you know, and, and honestly, it's a three-day weekend. Just the two-day tally from Chicago thus far makes Iraq look like a, a resort uh, on the California coast. It's, uh, it's an amazing thing, but I'll get to that. And outside of Chicago, we had 23 people shot in a Juneteenth. Uh, it was a Juneteenth festival. 23 people shot, and that's not even in the city of Chicago. That's out in a suburb because Democrats is the one-word explanation for that. But I'll get into that as well. Yeah, and Juneteenth, when the Republicans came down and finally a Republican general got their union general to Galveston and said, oh, you know, uh, nobody told you that uh, slavery is over. And that was the last outpost, according to legend and lore, uh, to have been informed. And we treat it now. I, I was watching some news yesterday, as you might imagine, and, uh, and people on the left, they treat it like, well, why did it take so long? Like you're supposed to text people on your iPhone, you know, or uh, call them on your satellite phone or something. It was 1865, okay? You know, you had to ride a horse there to Texas and then tell them in person because that's how that worked, you know. But never mind that. We'll get into that. It is, uh, it is a crazy time in the United States of America, to say the least, uh, and... Uh, I've got a lot to talk about today because the Democrats are still on the loose, aren't they? A whole lot of them, anyway. And uh, the and how many, Michael? How many Democrats uh, shot people today? That's that's what I want to know. Uh, well, over the weekend, because because there are a lot of them. I know that uh, a whole lot of Democrats shooting a whole lot of people. And as I like to say, because it's true, um, the problem is not our guns; it's your sons. Not our guns, it's your sons. And again, uh, Chicago makes war zones look relatively peaceful and quiet. And Joe Biden doesn't say anything about it. You know who else doesn't say anything about it? The Reverend Al Charlatan doesn't say anything about it. He doesn't go there. It's too dangerous. It's like downtown San Francisco, where ABC News, I played the, uh, the audio for you last week of ABC News, their reporter Matt Gutman was reporting from downtown San Francisco about yet another massive capitalist enterprise fleeing the city because of the crime and the junkies and the mental cases. It's an open-air mental asylum, like so many American cities run by Democrats. And now London Breed, her real name, not even her porn name, London Breed um, is upset that, uh, that ABC News said... That, and it was uh, the Matt Gutman, he said they had security people, armed security people that they hire when they go to San Francisco. It's like going to Kiev, only more dangerous. And, uh, you know, because if you're a news person, you go to Kiev or wherever you go, go to the border with Russia, you bring security people with you. So they uh, hopefully help keep you from doing stupid things. 
and uh, keep bad things from happening. You know, now they do that in San Francisco because San Francisco is a third world city now. And uh, that's because of the Democrats. And London Breed was out there saying, hey, 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 it's not so bad. Uh, you know, of course, we got remember her talking about the human feces all over the place because you know, they're OK with that, though. Democrats. They're, the mayor uh, also noting that several crime trends are either flat or down. But it is worth noting that we are not at Union Square or at the Westfield Mall this morning because we were advised by our security that it was simply too dangerous to be there. At too this dangerous. Hour. These are, you know, you generally hire for, former uh, military, uh, sometimes former police, but uh, special operators, and they're and they're armed, and they're, you know, they're uh, tough, and you bring them into dangerous places. And now San Francisco is one of those places where network news crews, reporter, camera crew, uh, uh, producer, uh, they go there, and they're like, I'm not going there without armed security. Right. And then then tomorrow, Matt Gutman's story will be about how we need to ban guns, except for their own security people. So we got all this uh, stuff. Also, the uh, radical left wing extremist frauds at a place called PolitiFact. You're familiar with them? Uh, It's a front group for the Democrat Party. They're not fact checkers. They're fake checkers. I've been exposing them for years. Um, They expose themselves occasionally on subway trains and things. But PolitiFact rates Biden's claim that gay people are regularly kicked out of restaurants in America mostly true. Uh, They made it up, though, because they're liars at PolitiFact, and you can't believe a single thing that PolitiFact says. They're like the Southern Poverty Law Center. They're just another left-wing front group taken over by Marxists and extremists who probably loot uh, Lululemon when they walk by them. I said probably. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, mostly true. That's uh, pretty amazing stuff. They can be booted from restaurants. That's not true. Um, A person can be married in the morning and thrown out of a restaurant for being gay in the afternoon. Something is still very wrong in America. Yeah, America is a terrible, horrible place full of of racists and anti-Semites. They're all Democrats. uh, And all the violence is, uh, you know, 97% uh, Democrat violence. I'll get to Chicago (laughs) later. Because, I mean, it's just a killing field, and uh, they, they pay no attention at all. And uh, Joe Biden, had uh, he was talking about gun control because they want to uh, dismantle the Second Amendment and the rest of the Bill of Rights because they are authoritarian at their core. And he ended it with, uh, everybody keeps misquoting him here. Everybody, and even in the headlines, they've got that he ended the speech with, with God save the queen. But that really... Uh, leaves off an important element here because what he really said. All right. God save the queen, man. And they all go wild because they're so stupid that they're out there supporting Joe Biden and cheering for him. And he says, God save the queen, man. And they all cheer because every day is an IQ test and not everyone is competing. Isn't that uh, amazing? And Axios, radical left-wingers there as well, Washington, D.C., circle festers. And uh, Biden's weird sayings, colon, they love their colons, even his aides are mystified. But the story goes on to say, he's always said really stupid things. And we didn't tell you about it when he was running for president because we lie to you all the time on behalf of the Democrat Party. But we got that. 
And then cringe, we already played the cringe for you, that she's a historic figure and she mangled the uh, grammar in the sentence. Because, and then John Fetterman. I don't want to get to this right now. I want to get to it in a bit. But John Fetterman, he, uh, boy, he's out there wearing baggy basketball shorts and uh, looking like a lunatic that you'd stay away from on a subway train. If you got on a subway train and John Fetterman was in there, you would probably get off at the next stop and at least change cars, change subway cars, because he's a freak, super freak, super freak. He's super freaky. So uh, we got that going. Also, uh, the Wall Street Journal over the weekend, no one is looking forward to the 2024 presidential election. They've got the numbers. Not Republicans, not uh, Democrats, not independents. Nobody's looking forward to it. And uh, and it's uh, it's amazing. Here's the... Uh, out of Great Britain, the independent. Voters think Trump is a criminal, Biden is too old, and DeSantis is a fascist, new poll finds. That means that the Democrats are doing their job. The propaganda apparatus of the Democrat Party is, uh, is of course, in full swing all the time. And uh, we got uh, that going. And John Carl at ABC News, Jonathan Carl at ABC News, he was doing a TV show yesterday. It's all a terrible television show. And uh, he was shocked, shocked, I say, to announce that the poll numbers show that President Trump and uh, President Biden are in a statistical dead heat for the uh, presidency in the new poll. And John Carl was shocked. He was flabbergasted. His jaw nearly hit the table. It was something to see. And and then another funny one from the New York Post uh, today, a vote for Joe Biden is really a vote for the risky adventure of President Kamala Harris. Because, you know, Joe can't survive uh, another. We're talking, you know, uh, almost two years away before he'd be inaugurated for a second time. And let's keep this in mind. I reminded uh, a couple of liberals of this over the weekend at a dinner party. Went to a dinner party. You'll find that on the website, Stuff White People Like to Do. Stuff Dinner parties. Stuff White People Like to Do. So I don't even know it's still out there, that website, but it was funny for a while. It might still be out there. They had some funny stuff, um, stuff white people like to do. Yeah, but I reminded them that Joe Biden was inaugurated as president of the United States, right, a couple of years ago. And, um, and, and then Joe Biden, some 80 years ago, was born. Joe Biden, when Joe Biden was born, he was closer to, this is true, the second inauguration of Abraham Lincoln than he was to his own inauguration. Isn't that a fun statistic? When Joe Biden was born, that date was closer to Abraham Lincoln's second inauguration than to Joe Biden's own inauguration. That's a fun stat. It should be shared every day. I've got a, uh, I've got an Anheuser-Busch Bud Light update for you. The lady from Harvard and Wharton that made $27 billion disappear. More than twice the number that Bernie Madoff made disappear, the most notorious crook in Wall Street history. And uh, this woman, Harvard and Wharton, made more than twice as much money disappear, $27 billion. We got uh, San Francisco. They got a church there with Drag Queen Bible Story Hour. That won't be allowed in schools, though, because it's Bible Story Hour. So that's why it won't be allowed there. And uh, the Oscars and diversity, you know, former police chief Bill Bratton weighs in. And uh, Uganda, things are not going very well there. All coming up, we are at 888-630-9625. Happy Juneteenth. 
We'll get to the mayhem a little bit later on this morning. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Yeah, Joe Biden's brain. She's a broke. She's a no good. That brain of his, that's a no good. And the backup quarterback is Kamala Harris. So I don't think we're going to the Super Bowl, ladies and gentlemen. And we sent uh, Anthony Blinken, Stinkin, and Nod over to China to be humiliated by Xi Jinping and the Chinese to embarrass us all. Not exactly a strong horse we've got there. Um, let's go to the telephones, Mike, before we get back to all the crazy Democrat stuff, of which there is a great deal on this Juneteenth. And I'll explain the origins of Juneteenth and how the Democrats are guilty as hell and the Republicans are once again the heroes of the story. Let's go to uh, let's go to the phones. Let's go to Phil calling from Fredericksburg, Virginia. Philip, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Mr. Plant, always a great day when I can start it with WMAL in my morning. Thanks for everybody doing what you do up there. But I got to tell you, Joe Biden, after he said, God save the queen, he looked over at his handlers, he pointed with his index fingers, then he pointed backwards with his thumbs, and then he started turning to go the wrong way, and the Secret Service agent ran over to him (laughs) to stop him from running, walking off the wrong side of the stage as an embarrassment. Look, tomorrow is voting day in Virginia. Please go go to the polls. It's save Johnny's cojones days. Don't let them cut our children. Go out and vote. We have to get these people out of office, and your vote is the only way we do that. Please show up at the polls and vote. Save it. Uh, it is election day, um, um, you know, uh, in in Virginia tomorrow, and uh, you got these crazy radical left wing pseudo prosecutors that prosecute parents and let rapists go free. Uh, you got Soros people, uh, and that's anti Semitic, by the way. Oh, they're all anti Semites, as I understand. And uh, save Johnny's cojones day is uh, that's uh, good, Phil, because it is about saving the children from the Democrat Party, which has become the party of child genital mutilation. We thought that was reserved for third world countries, but thanks to the Democrats, it's a regular feature of uh, the U.S. educational system as well. Got some updates on that and a movie about uh, detransitioning that AMC banned. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back 
along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Now, the president of the United States is not a smart man. He's never been a smart man. He is uh, sort of the living, breathing embodiment of the Peter Principle. Democrats very often fail up because they're never called on their obvious limitations. Look at uh, cringe, you know, cringe Jean-Pierre, Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, there's a lot of this going on, and uh, we we live in a, a culture in a time when the media, primarily, not just news media, but the broader media as well, make they make heroes out of people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who is also a very limited intellectual uh, capacity. But but let's go to Joe Biden. Let's go to Joe Biden because I want to get to what he said on Friday. Um, when he once again proved that he's not up to the task of being president of the United States, he's not really up to much, except watching an episode of Hazel while sitting in his high chair with a bib, eating applesauce out of a bowl with a spoon, which is what he ought to be doing instead of being president of the United States. He should be out crashing his Corvette uh, into piles of classified documents in his garage, which is okay. Let's go to February of 2020. February of 2020. So more than three years ago now, uh, Joe Biden, with his delusional line, which he says comes from a John Wayne movie, but no one can find any evidence that this line was ever uttered in a John Wayne movie or in any Western movie or in any movie ever made, at least in Western civilization, any any movie made in, in the English language. But here's Joe Biden in February of 2020. Number one, I was a Democratic Caucus. You ever been to a caucus? I was a Democratic caucus. No, you haven't. You're a lying dog-faced pony soldier. You said you were, but you're, you're, now you got to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a Democrat caucus, and, uh, and the person there at a Democrat gathering said, yes, I have been to a Democrat caucus, and he called him a lying dog-faced pony soldier, and nobody knew why, because it didn't make any sense, and it still doesn't make any sense. And uh, then in July of 2020, that first one was in February of 2020, and he was running for the presidency of the United States, of course. He was elected with a record number of votes, a greater number of votes than any, any person in American history. Uh, Joe Biden, and he never, never left his basement. And when he, when he slithered out for a couple of minutes, he said things like this. That was February 2020. And then in July of 2020, the news reporter, Doug McElway, asked him a question about his cognitive decline, and he tried to call him a lion dog face phony, pony soldier, but he lost track of what he was trying to say midway through. Some have speculated, sir, that, that, you, that you are subject to some degree of cognitive decline. And, uh, and then he, he proved Doug McElway wrong by losing track of his you're a lion dog face pony soldier insult that he was trying to hurl at Doug McElway. And he lost track of what he was trying to say midway through the sentence. 
He's the President of the United States, leader of the free world. I am making quotation marks with my fingers. Just amazing. And then on Friday, the uh, New York Times and the Washington Post don't cover it because they're not newspapers. They're rented fluffers for the Democrat Party. And uh, they have the, the moral code of street prostitutes in Bangkok. Um, and that's, I, I apologize to the street prostitutes of Bangkok, who, many of whom doubtless have higher moral standards. But the National Review did a story on this. Jack Fowler at the National Review did a story on Joe Biden. And uh, his headline is, I could have cracked the Biden brain code, or, or could I have cra- cracked the Biden uh, brain code? And he said, if you don't believe, uh, if you don't believe I have, you're a lion dog face pony soldier, pilgrim. He said, it's the subheadline there. Somewhere in the kaleidoscopic gray matter of Joseph Robinette Biden, amidst the weirdo Walter Mitty-esque fantasies and bogus tales of truck driving and black church attendance of contrived bravado about South African jailings and Naval Academy acceptance, these are all lies that he's told over time, of college transcript lies and speech plagiarism, are geriatric neurons... (laughs) Clipping and mis uh, and and uh, uh, misfiling memory, uh, gathering some together via mental duct tape, rendering the ensemble into a never happened movie recollection. And uh, here we go again, because uh, Jack Fowler is talking about what Joe Biden said on Friday in Connecticut, said uh, which find its way into the presidential malarkey hole from where it has blathered into our culture, taking the form of the phrase lion dog face pony soldier, uttered with confidence as if the head-scratching insult is some widely understood cinematic reference, a la Toto, I have the feeling we're not in Kansas anymore, and what we have here is a failure to communicate. Uh, Cool hand, Luke, and all that. Uh, Just what is Joe Biden communicating with this catchphrase, which he ascribes to John Wayne? The question is asked. Who knows is the answer. Another question. Has the Turner Classic Movies junkie ever heard a lion face dog, lion, lion dog face pony soldier uttered by John Wayne, a National Review subscriber, uh, said, uh, it's my kind of magazine or uh, anyone other than the Delaware's most prominent basement napper. Uh, on- honestly, it's completely ridiculous. And he says, uh, let's admit it, lion face dog pony, uh, lion, lion dog face pony soldier is something no actor, not even the Duke, has ever uttered. But he keeps saying it anyway because it doesn't matter. You know, when you're a Democrat, it's like living in North Korea. We have uh, a binary, you know how they have the gender non-binary Democrats? It seems most Democrats are gender non-binary these days. Is it most, Michael, Democrats? Have we seen a good poll on that? Because, um, But the, the nation certainly is a very binary nation. And uh, the Democrats live in a different universe than the Republicans do. If, if any Republican was out there being John Fetterman or being Joe Biden, Uh, They would be crucified all day, every day by the news media, by the entertainment media, by late night TV, by Saturday Night Live, by The View, by Sunday morning where they'd take a break from nature videos of ducks and they would attack you. Um, Now, with uh, that said, 
and the great piece in National Review, very well written, very cleverly written, I've got to say. Uh, but the, the experts, and I'm pretty good at movies myself, I have reviewed, and there is no John Wayne line, no John Wayne movie, no movie ever made, as I said in the English language, where anyone uttered that ridiculous phrase about a lion dog-faced pony soldier. He made it up, and I guess he's convinced himself that it's true because he's been saying the same thing for years and years. Now, on Friday, he was in uh, Connecticut, and here is the, uh, the, the Daily Mail out of the United Kingdom has the story, but the New York Times does not. The headline in the Daily Mail is, Babbling Biden tells Connecticut crowd, God save the queen, man. Now, the queen is dead, so you know, there's a king now. So if you're going to say anything, which would be loony for a U.S. president, we fought a revolution against them and then the War of 1812, and, you know, never mind that. But Queen Elizabeth II died a few months ago, and, and uh, the, the funeral was well publicized. Joe Biden lost track of that, forgot about it. There is a king now, King Charles III, who I know personally, and I enlightened him as to a few things at the National Cathedral during Ronald Reagan's funeral. Um, that's He was just Prince Chuck then. He was Prince Chuck. Gave him a little knock on the shoulder with my fist. Glad I got help, but that's another story for another day. And um, now there is a king, King Charles, King Charles III. And, and Joe Biden said, God save the queen man. He's got to add a man because he thinks it's the 1970s. At the end of a baffling speech where he joked about being 110 years old and said, don't make me a dog-faced lion pony soldier. Now, the, again, the Daily Mail is writing about the incident, and, and it was an incident. And when you're a Democrat, it doesn't matter. You can fall down a flight of stairs. You can, he can shoot somebody in the middle of Fifth Avenue. And, yeah, and he does fall up the stairs every time he tries to get, not every time, but going up uh, the stairs to Air Force One again and again and again. So the Daily Mail story, a babbling President Biden gave a speech Friday where he joked about being 110 years old, told the crowd, God save the queen man, and deployed some of his greatest hits, such as the verbiage, don't make me a dog-faced lion pony soldier. Biden paid a visit to West Hartford, Connecticut, to headline the National Safety Communities Act. Sure, that's a, or a, a summit. A gun control event, anti-Bill of Rights, where he was introduced by Connecticut Senator Chris Murphy. Murphy, who has long been involved in the issue, in the issue. Now, however, he ended up, uh, he ended the speech with a uh, bizarre reference to Queen Elizabeth II nine months after he went to her funeral and then mentioned to aides asking which way to leave the stage to take photos, as our first brilliant caller, Phil, described earlier. As he went to leave the stage, he was confused and befuddled and had to be shepherded off because mm, he's senile, I think is the, the correct description there. Biden express, expressed disgust that there were victims of gun violence every damn day in America, he yelled like a lunatic as he again pushed to ban AR-15s and implement several other gun control measures. Now, let's go to Joe Biden from Friday. We have audio of him from uh from Friday. And uh, here he is. Now he's 80 years old. And uh, and his date of birth was closer to the second inauguration of Abraham Lincoln 
than to his own inauguration. That's a true historical and statistical fact. And uh, here's Joe Biden on Friday. The, uh, yeah, and here's uh, Joe Biden uh, being confused about his age once again. A lot of you are tired. You're tired. No, I, I get it. Try being 110 and doing it again. And he was standing there and he fell asleep. He kind of nodded off his, his head. His chin went down in his chest and he was standing there. And, and uh, somebody hit him with a taser to wake him up. That's, uh, that's Joe Biden. He's... He's 110. And then he, um, before we get to the, uh, the dog, pay, dog face uh, pony soldier, well, no, actually, let's, yeah, let's do the dog face uh, pony soldier because he ended with uh, Queen Elizabeth who, who died months, nine months ago and he, went to, and he went to her funeral. And uh, here's Joe Biden with, once again, this, this fantastical, non-existent, non-movie, non-quote. Is that right? Is, still, is that still the deal? That's the truth. Now, don't make a lie. As that, as that scene in John Wayne movie, don't make me a dog-faced lion pony soldier. Yeah, the scene in that John Wayne movie. And now, he's been saying this and saying this. There's not a fake fact-checker in the country. Most of them are fake. That has, uh, that has checked this out until National Review got to it over the weekend and uh, did a as thorough a search as you can do in a you know, I've been watching movies for a long time. Jack Fowler at National Review did an excellent piece on uh, Joe Biden's broken brain and these made-up stories. So don't make me a lion dog face pony soldier once again. The John Wayne movie didn't happen, doesn't matter, wasn't arrested in South Africa, wasn't arrested with Nelson Mandela, wasn't accepted to the Naval Academy, didn't have three majors, wasn't at the top of his class, um, on and on and on and on the things that he made up. And then he wrapped up his speech with this crazy line. And again, uh, QE2 died nine months ago. He went to the funeral. There is a king in England now. And he ended his speech inexplicably with this. All right. God save the queen, man. And they all clap. Yeah, God save the queen. And they say, woo. A lot of Democrats say woo very frequently. Have you noticed that? Republicans, for the most part, don't woo in crowds. Generally speaking, there are some exceptions, of course. But Democrats will woo at any idiotic thing you throw out there. Let's go to the uh, telephones, Michael. Let's go to Mike calling from Gainesville, Virginia. Michael, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, good morning, Chris. Hey, Mike. You know, uh, Biden has trouble leaving the stage because he reads the teleprompter and says exit stage left, and he can't figure out whether it's the left side of the stage or his left hand. Still trying so to that work that out. Him. That's why he waves his hands around and, and his jaw hangs open and people have to rush up on stage to shepherd him off. It's like North Korea, isn't it, Mike? <laughs> yes, very much so. Karine uh, Jean-Pierre considers herself a historical figure now. How long do you think it'll be before she starts referring to herself in the third person? Well, and in the plural. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, honestly, we are living in the craziest dang time anybody has ever seen in Western civilization. Completely nuts. And, you know, I, I want to play, I don't want to play it again right now, but I'm going to play that cringe audio again because it's so nuts and so mangled and uh, cringe is 
you know, that's that's why she's known as cringe, of course. Uh, everybody knows that, right, Mike? Because she makes us cringe. She ought to make herself cringe, shouldn't she? With the ridiculous things that she says. Um, yeah, in the third person and in the plural, which Democrats do a lot of these days, I, I still can't get a straight answer, if you will. Are you allowed to say straight answer, or is that somehow prejudicial and therefore banned now? Can't get a straight answer to whether people that go by they, them, are allowed to use the HOV lanes on the highway. What do you think, Michael? Can they, them, people use HOV lanes? In their mind, they can, certainly. Well, see, and that's all that matters, because in their mind, if there are multiple people, if if they're men but say they're women, then that's good enough. The fantasy life of the American Democrat. Honestly, Walter Mitty was entirely balanced and centered compared to, I think, the average Democrat in 2023. We believe D.C. should be a statehood. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. Now, did Senator John Fetterman call Joe Biden a bridge, or did he not call Joe Biden a bridge? Because there are a lot of stories out there and articles that uh, that he called Joe Biden a bridge, and um, we have the audio for you of what Fetterman... Now, Fetterman, I gotta tell you that he's a member of the United States Senate, and this this uh, he is proof that the news media could get a can of tuna fish elected to the Senate, um, you know, over the greatest statesman in America, because that's how corrupt and how powerful the media has become. And here's uh, Senator John Fetterman with his hoodie and basketball shorts and uh, carbuncle. And now I'm standing next to the president again, next to a, a collapsed bridge here. And he is here to commit to work with the, the governor and the, the, the delegation to make sure that we get this fixed quick, fast as well, too. This is a president that is committed to infrastructure. Yeah, and then on top of that, uh, the, the jewel uh, kind of a uh, uh, law of the inflation uh, bill that is going to make sure that there's going to be bridges all across like this, all across the America getting rebuilt. I don't think he technically called him a bridge, but got delegation and infrastructure. I think he was trying to say uh, delegation and infrastructure. Um, Again, his wife should find a hook and pull him off stage and say, honey, uh, you know, we had Joe Biden and John Fetterman, two national Democrat Party figures, the president and a senator, Nice job, Democrats. The 
Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. 